Keeping it recording? Yes, sir. Oh, good God, help us all. Hey, guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K1 on podcast. Bright and early this Saturday morning. It's the last show of the night. God help us all. And God help you guys, because you tuned in for this shit. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to help enlighten you, for those of you who get stuck. You know that friend zone thing that everyone bitches about? We're going to tell you how to get out of the friend zone. We're going to talk about that right now. The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. Seriously, that's not very big at all. It's certainly not like Alamino-ish. Speaking of the tuna can. I out of that thing as a kid. I'm just like... And we're back. Hey, guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K-1 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Robin Elitris. Um, Joining me to my right, your stage left, for at least part of the morning, <laughs> our audio engineer, executive producer, Sal, you sexy beast. How you doing? <laughs> I'm not normally on the camera. <laughs> and there's a reason for this. There's a reason for that. <laughs> As I look around the rest of the Panige Gallery, Wall Street. Being in the friend zone is like going to an art museum. You get to see something beautiful from afar until someone tells you to put your dick back in your pants. Oh! <laughs> I'm not allowed at the MoMA anymore. That sounds like going to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> we all Who know knew? there's nothing there beautiful are, at Walmart. There are Walmart art galleries all over the country. <laughs> Wall Street's, we Wall Street's no longer a welcome at the Louver. Louver. Sorry. Oh, it's a Louver. It's funny. I actually, I was in Paris for six hours, and we had the option to go into the Louver, and it was like a two-hour line to get in, and I'm like, fuck that. We're going to get some crepes and get out of here. So. Oh. All right. You probably, so, that was probably a good thing, because yeah. the crepes are better than the Louver. Yeah. For sure. It had Nutella on it. I had a new louver no. in the shower the other day. <laughs> I heard that about you. really well. Uh, joining us on the Skype channel, fetish model Emily Rose. How are you, dear? Uh, I'm here. You going to help us explain how to get out of the friend zone? As far as she's she's uh, dealing with the four to six inches right now. So, uh, Dude, she's been yeah. dealing with four to six four inches six. for quite some time. She's not fucking wrong. Holy <laughs> shit. You see? You see what we're talking about, that privilege? That's right. They got she's not wrong. Too. Hashtag, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. As I look around the rest of the studio this evening, this morning, Chapin is running on board. Hi. Video board, how you doing? I'm okay. You want to watch today, or are you going to be in the chat, or we're still worried about management? We're probably going to still be worried about still management. Still worried about management. Like I mean, it's start. like two weeks from now, so. Probably till Easter, because right now we're slow. Oh, all right. And running the audio board, looking dashing in the black and white. <laughs> the panda. Hi, I'm pushing the buttons again. Yay! Yay! I keep forgetting it's their new thing. That's what they're doing. That? That's that's their new thing now. When they're pushing buttons. Ready, yeah. watch. Ready, watch. And now, so running the sound machine board. But so you could do uh, the yay and applause at the same time. That's typically what I do. Yeah, do both. Up. 
There you go. And you guys can do it at the same time. Yay and applause. You're pushing buttons. I like ours better. <laughs> <laughs> Way to mansplain it, Sal. But you push my buttons, and that's really all that matters. So. You pushed hers, and that's why she's hey fine. <laughs> all right, Wall Street, God, kick it. I will hold this show over. <laughs> <laughs> so you ever, like, fail miserably, and then you're really happy? Like, you ever, what, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, task yeah. failed successfully? <laughs> That's what this show was. Um, I, I I came online trying to find something Jerry Springerish. It's too easy. It was just and... way too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Don't go. No, don't go. That's like spiking yep. on the kindergarten yep. kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Stuart Scott in that one sports center commercial. Assert yeah. dominance early. <laughs> <laughs> They'll learn. Uh, no, but I, can't, I, I went looking. I had this idea just out of the blue. I'm like, you know what? We don't talk about the friend zone enough. So I went looking for something shitty and I found what is an amazing video. I The guy who, who does these videos, his name's Charlie Hobart and he does a group of videos called Charisma on Command. This video had one and a half million views, which That's is one good. reason. Wow. I'm going to put it right. Hang on. It's yeah. going to go right here. It's going to go right here on the screen for you guys. Um, he's got 4.2 4. million subscribers. This video alone had 1.5 million views. I'm going to write this guy an email or at least post a wall, a, a message under the video, and I'll explain why at the end. But I, I, I love this piece. So, I know you're going to dig this. As Panda so politely pointed out, the friend zone, <laughs> while usually is something men encounter, it is not unusual for a woman. A woman. A woman? A woman. So she said that earlier during our first show. She's like, yeah, and a women do this. Anyway, it's not unusual Robert for women to encounter as well. <laughs> We're going to get out of here at a reasonable time. A um, little bit of trivia. The term friend zone was coined in November 1994, the seventh episode of the first season of Friends. Hmm. Uh, I think it was Chandler. It might have been Joey. But Chandler was speaking to Ross about his relationship with Rachel, and he said, you are in the friend zone. Yes. That's where the term came from. I thought it was around before then. Apparently not. So what is the friend zone? The friend zone is that dreaded space where you are attracted to a individual. And they mentioned this in the video. Charlie says this. So we're going to use it through the rest of the show. We're going to talk about cis-hetero men dealing with cis-hetero women. The man is in the friend zone. The woman is the one who has, quote-unquote, put them there. Although, that's while that is the majority of the cases, that is not always the case. But mm. we're going to use that terminology just to make it easier. Um, <clears throat> so... Ross apparently is lusting after Rachel. Rachel's like, oh, you're such a good friend. And the question is, how can Ross make Rachel aware of his true feelings and hopefully spark a relationship with her? Which apparently... Become a stepbrother. Yeah. That's how it happens on the <laughs> How do you move from being a brother to a stepbrother? <laughs> well, you see that on Pornhub. That's, yeah. That was my point. <laughs> So, uh, Charlie Hopert of Charisma on Command puts this down in four simple steps. Notice I said simple, not easy. There's a big difference between simple oh, and easy. Oh, for sure. Sim uh, running a marathon is simple. You put one foot in front of another. As someone who has almost died running 5Ks, it is certainly not easy. Okay. How do we get out of the friend zone? Uh, step number one, own it. Own it? Uh, own it. Unpopular opinion. Nobody puts you in the friend zone but yourself. Fetish my Lily Rose, do you agree with that? Wait. Uh, I'm getting there. Um, I'll feed you, baby bird. Okay. According to Mr. Hopper, the friend zone results from ambiguity of the relationship from one person to another. Uh, ambiguity of not adequately expressing their feelings. If you are in the friend zone, it's because you have not properly... We had a conversation in HAP about this. I don't want to use the word crush. Crush is so seventh grade. We've decided on smooch. You have not told your smooch. Because that's so much more mature. Hey, Scarlet Disaster <laughs> came up with it. Blame her. She's like, yeah, we're going to go with smooch. I said, yes, smooch. You have not explained to your smooch how you adequately feel. 
if you're in the friend zone, it's because you haven't opened your mouth and said, I have feelings for you and I want to have a relationship. But the reason that they haven't is because they know if they do and the cat gets out of the bag, then they can get relegated to something less than friend zone. That's possible. Yeah, because right. I, I, I think in, in that situation, if you assume that you're in the friend zone, it's probably because you've, you've been, been given a signal that you're you've in the been giving zone. more than not not just one more more than one signal that oh no. So, no. so we're going to get to that. The reason he says own it is because getting out of the friend zone is really, really simple. Again, not easy, simple. So you've got to recognize that you're in the friend zone because you have not taken the steps to get out of it. Okay. I, I Okay. I, I'm not sure if I agree with that, but I'll, I'll listen on. Okay. Yeah. All right. We can come back to go that. On. Go ahead. No, yeah, go, go on. Go ahead. Wall Street, you mentioned this off camera before the show, but I think it's really important to stick this in here. This show is not about how to make a woman like you in getting out of the friend zone. It's how, how to get, get out, out of the friend, friend zone. zone. It doesn't necessarily end up <laughs> It successful. doesn't end well. It doesn't end well for a woman. So, so I'd like fine. to say, if you've got a bomb that you're trying to, shall we say, diffuse, cutting any of those wires will make the bomb go away. <laughs> it's just a Some wires will give you better results than others. <laughs> so the... You know what? I think you're using a perfect metaphor. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So when we say when we say how to Panda, you're my spirit zone, animal. In no way are we guaranteeing you're going to get the result that you want, but we will guarantee we're going to get you out of the friend zone one way or another. <laughs> if, hey, if, we don't, if you don't break in your Cheerios, we'll do it for you. Yes. <laughs> I never said we'd be. <laughs> There's going to be an ending. It may not be happy, but there'll be an ending. Sure, sure. <laughs> Probably not the ending you're looking for, but you know. Exactly. So own it. Realize that you are in this situation because of a failure of inaction. Really that simple. Wow. Okay. Okay. Step number two, self-improvement. Uh, this is a long, arduous step that we can skip, although they don't recommend it. But when we get to step three, you'll understand what we talk about skipping it. Don't skip this. Be better. Well, 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 <laughs> well, Stop fucking up. You'll do it. He you'll said, be great. <laughs> he says skip it because it takes time. You know, he says that this is something that... You know, we find that if we are in the friend zone or there's someone, if there's a schmoosh that we're, you know, crushing on, we have a limited amount of time. And he talks a little bit more into step three. So step two, we may want to bypass if we feel like there's urgency in the matter. But self-improvement is essentially understand why we are attracted to this person and not necessarily do those things to make ourselves more attractive, but do those things to make ourselves a better partner or mate in general. So that involves self-reflection, understanding what is important to us, spending time uh, to learn what we really want. Uh, there was a different video I was telling Panda about that I did not post here, but because it wasn't as good, but it was like 95% as good. It was really close. And it talks about one reason that we are in the friend zone is that it's usually arises from the fact that the person we are smooshing on is an idealized version of what we think they are. So... It's we put this person on a pedestal that may or may not be realistic. Okay. So when we take time to step outside of that and work on self-reflection, it could be very much we come back to this person and say, you know what? I thought you were all that. I've taken some time to think about who I am. You're not what I want out of a mate. Mm. Congratulations. You're out of the friend zone. Did you get that person to fall in love with you? No. But again, as I said 30 seconds ago, at least you're out of the friend zone. Yeah. Yeah. You're not even a friend anymore. You're not even a friend anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's many ways to get out of the friend zone. Most of them are bad. Yeah. Lots of ways to get out of the friend zone. If you're a masochist, you're really going to like this show. Exactly. <laughs> Um, escaping the friend zone is not about making someone else fall in love with you. It's finding those who love you for who you are. Um, so when you, when you, I'm fucked. I, I explain, you know, the, the concept I, 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 we talk about all the time is finding your tribe. You know, we may think this person that we're smooshing on is our tribe. We learn about ourselves and we learn, well, they're not our tribe and that's okay. Right. But at least you're not, at least you're not lusting or wasting your time mm. chasing them anymore. Mm-hmm. Step three, if you don't have time for step two, because it takes too long. Four parts to step three, and and this is where the uh, non-easy part comes in. This is the hardest of the four steps. Um, as I mentioned, they break it down into four parts. When you decide that you've owned it and you're ready to make that move out of the friend zone, you've either done the self-improvement or you decide, fuck it, I'll just do it later. Part one, or part A, imagine the worst possible scenario. You come out to this person and say, hey, I really like you. I think you like me. I hope you like me. I know you kind of think of me as a friend, but I'd like to take that to the next step. Mm-hmm. What's the worst thing that can happen? So, to Big Brother, which is even oh, worse. Yeah. All right. So, I think I feel like a brother. Like, oh, yeah, no. How about you like find somewhere else to go because not interested? And oh, by the way, we can't be friends anymore either because now I'm afraid you're going to make a move on me when I'm not really feeling it. Okay, right. I totally, I totally get those things. I want to contribute, but go ahead. Emily Rose hit the nail on the head. I don't want to be mm-hmm. around you. I, I can't do with you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Imagine that scenario in your head, and then take a step back. Is that really? the worst thing that could happen or more specifically is it that bad you know growing mm-hmm. up as someone with depression my mother would always tell me two things remember that as bad as you feel you have it and i'm not trying to minimize your pain wall street um there's always someone else that has it worse and we tend to overestimate our consequences she used to say to me when something terrible would happen, if this is the worst thing that ever happens in your life, you've had a really good life. And I think that's an important way to look at it. If you come out to this person and they're like, I, I, I don't want to do it with you, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Like, it's bad, but are you still, are you together as a human being? Are you still standing? Yeah. Do you really want that person to be a severe part of your life or an integral part of your life if that person can't handle you being an honestly who you actually are, like Emily Rose, you strike me as someone who has a large friend zone population. <laughs> how many men yeah, are in that? How many? How many men are in that cattle corral that you've created? This room is does not want to know that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really aware how big that number is. I don't know. That's the problem. Like I don't know. I'm gonna go into about six thousand. It's more of like I just I'm hoping that you all caught it. If you're looking to make time with fetish model Emily Rose, she's told you there are steps on fet life. Follow them. So, part A. Hashtag um, coffee. What? <laughs> steps on fet life. <laughs> part A. So, uh, imagine the worst case scenario. It's probably not as bad as you think. Part B. Evaluate the cost of an action. Um... It's said that people don't move until they 
until the people don't move until they recognize that where they are is more uncomfortable than where they could be. It, it's very simple to kind of sit and be cozy, and people aren't going to change from that scenario unless they have a better incentive. Right. Um, by being inactive, you're doing a couple of things. Um, you're enabling that shit behavior that's to keep you in the friend zone. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put it that way, but right. I will say you're not helping the situation. And what I mean by that is uh, it, it link that state of ambiguity lingers, and you grow more uncomfortable by the day. Uh, it always amazes me people who say, I'm not happy where I am, but I'm afraid to make a change. And I get that. Like, there's a big wall that can be climbed. And I've, I've been guilty of that behavior, too. But it's a matter of once you get over that wall, you're going to be you're going to feel so much better. So you've got to recognize that you can sit here and I don't want to say wallow in self-pity, but in a way that that's kind of it. You've got oh, to yeah, understand that sure. there's, a, there's something greener on the other side of that wall. There's a little you're, resentment. You're wanting so much more. And yeah, like a lot of resentment. Because like if somebody is trying to be more than a friend and I don't know that, then I'm going to continue to treat them like a friend. And I may not pick up on signals because I think they're the same yep. good friend when in reality they're trying for more. So, and, and, and you actually took the words out of my mouth, Emily Rosa. The next sentence I was going to say, the longer you stay in the friend zone, the harder it is to get out of it. Because if you have re feelings for this person, it's one thing if you sit there for a little bit and then finally climb over that wall versus you wait there for weeks or months or years. The longer you sit there, the less the, your chances are getting worse and worse because sure. that person that you eventually come out to is going to say, why the fuck didn't you do this six months ago? Mm -hmm. Like they're less likely to be open to that. Yes, absolutely. And absolutely. Afterwards. However, that's not usually how it happens. I, I wrote here there there are a few things that are universally sexy. Everyone everyone has their own thing as far as what not they wrong. find attractive. I've never met anyone who said that self confidence and confidence and self esteem are not sexy. Everyone, mm. not a hundred percent of the planet finds those things sexy. And to come out and say I think you're attractive, and I want to date you, and I want to be part of your life. I don't know who thinks that's ugly. You got a problem with that? Yeah, you got a problem with that? No, voice okay up. Now is your wrong. time. You don't think confidence and self-esteem sexy? I think confidence and self-esteem is sexy, but you're going to tell me that everybody thinks that? Because I think of a man-hating show we just did where a lot of people don't think confidence mm. sexy, man, or sexy. Oh, all right, all right. You're, no, you're, you're confusing confidence with cocky. Consider your own self-esteem and mental health. So this kind of ties into B. The longer that you're stuck in the friend zone, the worse you're going to feel. And at some Agreed. point, you get mm. trapped in this downward spiral, and it's going to be that on. it's going to be harder to get back up. Um, I wrote here: failure is not failure is not falling down. Mm. Failure is refusing to get back up. Wall Street. What? I'm trying to show you something. Turn around, dude. <laughs> oh. 
That was for you, dude. <laughs> Get in line. Oh, shit. That's fucked up. That's not cool. Dude, that's not cool. I thought we were talking about our feelings. <laughs> this is supposed to be a safe space. I'm a man. Space. Men don't have feelings. We told you that. <laughs> I don't know why we... Hey, it's a good thing we have a misandry show coming up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that was, that was the last show. Oh, that was last week, right? Um... So failure is not falling down. Failure is... Well, we just lost this one. Yeah, we did. What? Yeah. Lost who? It did, it did come on screen. But that should not change the audio. Yeah, I know it should. But it did. Switch mics. All right. You broke it. Use that one over there. Oh, no, that's all the farther you get. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Now you're making me move, too. You Jesus know what? You can just grab that one and move around. Here. There you go. Wall Street. Wall Street. Turn around. Oh. That's, that's as far as you're going to get for it right now. Or that one right there. Actually, that one's even better right there. No. Oh, fuck Come on. I feel like hyperperiap. Bunch of cocks in your face. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. That one's much better. All right. Well, that was ding and ding Sorry. ding. It's right. Saturday like... morning. It's Saturday morning. Show. No one's watching. Hey, who am I? I'm Doll. <laughs> Doll. Doll, I'm glad you oh didn't, I'm glad you didn't you see that, that, sweetie. Doll, I'm telling I wish you. you did see it because I you. deserve a smacking for that. He deserves, he deserves a bit of an ass beating for that one. Damn it, I missed it. <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs> He's going to do it again. Get it. <laughs> it would be really funny. He needs to be punished for He was that. on Skype right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Failure is not falling down. Failure is refusing to get back up. And every day that you're in the friend zone, you're not getting back up. Okay. So it's just going to hurt your self-esteem more and more. Okay. I'm with you. Party. Take your blinders off. I think we've... I, I believe probably I have been guilty of this before. The longer that you're in the friend zone, the longer your attention is focused on something that may or may not be obtainable. And I'm not saying don't follow your dreams. What I'm saying is opportunity knocks all the time you just have to listen for the door it's not in uncommon it's not impossible that while you're chasing after something that you probably may not be able to get there could be opportunities around you yeah so so by hyper focusing on this person this smoosh there could be someone right behind you who's holding a lit up coffee sign that you're not paying attention to so <laughs> it's important to keep that in mind that may or may not have just happened in studio <laughs> True story. True yes. story. <laughs> All right. What else All right. We got? So that's, that's number three. We'll just summarize that. Uh, imagine the worst possible outcome. Probably not that bad. Evaluate the cost of inaction. Hint, hint. It's high. Uh, consider your self-esteem. It's only going to get worse. And then take your blinders off. You're missing opportunities. Okay. Step four. Um, How many more steps are there? This is the last one. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you why I absolutely love this guy. Step four. Reveal your true feelings in a non-needy way. Um this comes back to the whole confidence and self-esteem is sexy. There's a right way and a wrong way to make or break out of the friend zone. The wrong way is, I really like you, and, you know, like, I need you to be part of my life, and, like, no, that's not going to work. Like, you don't want the object of your affection to feel guilt trip them into having a relationship with you. You've got to come out just flat, say, helicopter dick around the room. In a way, yeah. Like, you've got to come out, not in a cocky asshole way, but... I, think I, don't know, you, I don't know how else you helicopter dick around the room, but okay. I like you. I think you like me. Let's get this shit done. This is my new thing. <laughs> so 
show, in a previous show, we talked about that. We we talked about the importance of autonomy, and I yeah. think it's it's really important that you come and you you. It's approach, always important to come. You approach the situation. <laughs> you hear as that, Individuals, and you think that that person would fuck off. <laughs> would benefit from having you in their life. As yeah. opposed to, oh, I need There's you. There's so much white stuff around me right now, I can't even deal with it. And not the fun kind? I'm not even there. <laughs> Suck, I hate this already! Cold white stuff. <laughs> I oh, yeah. Water. No, you're, abs- you're absolutely right, Panda. You, it, hey, it's, hey, you said it. I'm writing that shit down. Just so you heard it. It is Don't come to it to a stance of... We recorded of, that shit. It, it, it's like a... I don't want to say it's like, you know... it. it how can we mutual benefit from each other? It's yes, I would like you in my life, but here's how I think I can benefit your life. And you know, let's do to use a business term. Let's do some synergy. Let's let's see how we can take each other and make something better than both of us individually. All right. So here here's why I have to write this guy an email, and uh, I'm going to leave names off the air because I, I don't know if this person would be okay with it. But I'll tell you when I tell the story, you're instantly going to know who I'm talking about. Um. I, I have been doing a lot of Facebooking lately, conversation with people I know, and uh, there was one young lady who had confided with me about some, of, some uncertainty that uh, was going on in, in their life and their relationships, and this is someone that I had been friendly with and kind of looking at from afar, and I really wasn't sure what to do, and I actually went to the admin team in HAP because the last thing you want to do is go into the public because probably the people that you're posting in that group are going to know you're talking about them, so right. I got... Half a dozen of my, the, the Council of Poly Elders, as I like to call us. The Council of Poly Elders. <laughs> and I explain the situation. I'm like, hey, there's this person I really like, but I don't know what to do. We kind of got a nice friendship, and, and I've got feelings that are more than platonic, but I don't know if they do too, but I really do, and I've kind of been friend-zoned, and, and not intentionally friend-zoned. Like, I don't think this person is like, no, I don't want to do this. That was the problem. Like, I, I don't, as I, we like to say in the poly community, where do we stand? Like, we didn't know where we stood. So... They're like, dude, just fucking go for it. And I'm like, eh. so I watched this video and it something stuck with me. This guy's words and the words he used, own it, make a break for it. It just something hit me. So I finished writing the show notes and I immediately picked up my phone and I wrote this huge long message because I'm not going to like, you know, do that midstream. And I saved it and I messaged this person. I'm like, hey, you got a sec? Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it was it was basically. Like, you know, I think you're a great person. I think we have a great friendship. I think there's more there. I'm not sure. I'd like to explore it. I think you think there's more there. If there isn't, I'm okay with that. I value our friendship. And if all we are are friends, I'm okay with that. But I think there's some benefit, and I think we owe it to ourselves to at least try. And they wrote back. And they wrote back. You're right. Let's set up a date. Out, out of the friend, friend zone. zone. Just like that. That's, that's the thing, though. Like, if you're trying to get out of, out of the friend zone, you have to acknowledge that it's okay if you remain only friends. Absolutely. Like, whenever you go about that, you have to acknowledge that. Absolutely. And I'm not going to say, I'm super happy because it worked. And you're right. Would I be this happy if it didn't work? Absolutely not. Um, but that's what I put in my text was that last closing line. This is how I feel. And if you don't feel the same way, I'm perfectly okay with that. I had, uh, when I was in college, there was a young lady that I had clearly been friend-zoned, and I, I came out, and I explained how I felt, and I got the, I just want to be friends, and I accepted that, but it was really hard for me to deal with, 
Okay. And and I I tried my best not to let her show that, and we still hung out a lot, but it was still very difficult. But you've got that's that's the key to it is saying you don't want to put pressure on that person. You want right. them to know what we have is beautiful. We can make it more, but if it stays where it is, that's fine too. Yep. Okay. Anybody else? I think it's important to establish those boundaries before you hook up with somebody. Uh, yeah. Because it's really hard after you hook up with somebody to be like, no, nah, I'm not really interested in you. Like, mm. let's just keep it casual. Yeah. 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 If you're going to let someone out of the friend zone for a casual, you you need to make sure that's clear up front. Like, like this is. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mentioned this lightly in the in the last show that we taped about ENM and, and monogamy. I, I am one of those people that. um. How do I want to put this? Sex is an aphrodisiac. And what I mean by that is the more I sleep with someone, I find the more romantic feelings I develop. You, you catch feels. I catch feels fast. I don't like, usually catch feels. I caught feels with fetish modeling room. I caught them hard. Yeah. Like, I warn people. Yeah. <laughs> I warn people, like, hey, if we're going to have sex. Thank you, Panda, very much. I got to warn you, this may go to a place you're not comfortable with. <laughs> and I can deal with that. But uh, FYI. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Isla Fisher from uh, Wedding She's Crashers. Born, I know it's this is awesome. I'm like Isla Fisher awesome. from Wedding Crashers. We got a clinger. Like that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm that I'm that guy. <laughs> go ahead, bud. Yep, go ahead. Ah, uh, never mind. Sorry, I hit it by accident. That's okay. Well, we're we're about ready to wrap this up. So you got anything you want to add? I mean, look. I mean, you're you're you're, you're the professional at this one. Not not saying that you professionally put people in the friend zone. That's not what I'm trying to say. Well, that's your sca- well, the ladies in the room just looked at me and Sal too. I mean, okay. What it comes down to is like, yeah, I'm I'm not even gonna sit here and deny it. There's a lot of people that are in the friend zone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, about six thousand minus I mean, a few, that's right? Not necessarily. A, like, here's the thing, though. That's not necessarily a bad thing because whatever I think about it. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, Right. And then there's like the zone of all of the other people. And you could either, I could either put somebody in the friend zone or I could put them in the all of the other people zone. Yeah. Okay. You know, like if they're out of the intimate zone. They're at, so there's really the option. Like, hey, you want to be friends? Interesting cool. way to look at it. You want to be less than <laughs> friends? All right. Okay. H- hang on a second. P- Panda, you had a question? Yeah, but um, Fetish Model Amory Rose, is it your point that with your work that that social networking aspect do you think that that plays more of a role of of how you liberally dish out who gets to be in the friend zone and who is just not worth your time probably that probably has a lot to do with it um but honestly like even some of my professional um people are like in a in a friend zone type of a thing in a more intimate than you know than the rest of the world type of a bubble if that makes sense you want to elaborate a little bit before we let this go or <laughs> i mean well like you know like you have close you're an friends asshole that aren't necessarily <laughs> sexual. Uh, okay and even some of my clients are like in a that's what I was getting at. Friend zone that isn't the rest of the world zone, if that makes sense. Okay. Sorry, I'm sliding all over the place right now, trying to manage this. Yeah, it really is. It, she should probably just. Yeah. She's she's hanging out yeah. with her four to six inches, and that's, 
You know, three More times what you've got, her. so... Four, four, four <laughs> six inches, and there's white stuff everywhere. Yeah. Oh! Fun kind. You know, she, I, I think she brings up an interesting... I think she brings up an interesting point. Well, it's better to be in the friend zone than Big be just load. a stranger. And you know what? Sorry. Shakespeare famously said, it's better to have loved and lost than never have loved at all. And um, I, I think he had a point. Um, it sounds selfish... No, I, I, I because, like I have a lot of people that I love dearly. Um, I'm just not necessarily in a intimate right. romantic love. I, 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 so you're saying there's a chance. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get that. I guess what I'm what I'm saying is this, and this is not a drag. Again, using the cis hetero model, this is not a drag on the woman. Me personally, if I can't untangle myself from that relationship I would almost cut it off completely mm -hmm. like the woman I was in I, that I got friend zoned with in college she was a great person and she was a great friend and I I, I, I kind of had to cut it off I didn't do it like hard it was one of those I just we just stopped hanging out but that was really me I stopped calling her mm -hmm. because I couldn't I couldn't get her out of where I couldn't put her from romantic interest into platonic and that was me Right. And I decided, like, every time I hang out with her, hung out with her, it just hurt too fucking much. Right. They get I, I would almost... It's super responsible of you to be able to do that, because, like, you have the people that are able to make that decision, and then you have the people that, like, don't know how to get out of the friend zone, so every time they hang out with you, they're trying a little harder, and they're getting a little more touchy and more touchy and more touchy, even if you made it clear, because, oh, what, well, I maybe I still have a chance if I say the right thing or if I make the right move at the right time. Yeah, it, it, and I'm not saying it wasn't irresponsible, and it was probably pretty selfish too. Um, it, it's difficult, and and I'm not blaming her for what happened. I'm blaming myself. It's just it. It's hard to be around someone that you care for and not being able to express those feelings, and that's that's on me for doing that. I don't know. Yeah. And I'd be able to separate yourself from it rather than trying to continue to pressure the female into that situation knowing that that's not the direction well, that she was Well, e even more that, you know, to your point, like, would you want to be friends with someone who tells you to fuck off? Like, um, would I have... Somebody does that all the time. Would I have been a good friend if I couldn't maintain focus and composure? <laughs> <laughs> like, I clearly wanted to date this woman. She clearly did not. What kind of person would I be if I just stood around with blue balls every time we hung out? Do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. I would not be a good friend. I would story not be a good Story of my person. life. Hashtag story of my life. Say that last part again, bud. I said, yeah, that's kind of my point. Like, I agree that it's the best decision sometimes to just cut it off. Yep. But, but you know what? There was a girl in high school that happened to where I was attracted to and she was not attracted to me. Uh, and unfortunately, we found that out after we made out on my sister's bed. Um, but side story, we disconnected. And then we reconnected um, after about 15 years, and we're actually kind of good friends. And oh, yeah. we've gotten to that point where she's like, no romance? I'm like, no romance. Let's just be friends. Awesome. Took 15 years to get to that point, but we got to that point. Mm -hmm. That's good. <laughs> All right. Can you at least flash me? <laughs> <laughs> she, she has no tits. Oh. <laughs> oh. Boobies. All right, are we I, I noticed she found all my sounders, yeah. and this is, this is a good thing. Yeah, that, is that's awesome. Oh, by, by the way, that, that, that girl in high school, 
Her brother-in-law was one of the guys we picked up on the Kilton Courses pub crawl in Lidditz. Oh. Yeah. That's what I was like. Oh. I'm like, you're... Oh, dude. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Like, oh. I know you. Oh, it's funny. That's how we wound up reconnecting because oh, you we, we ran into him on the pub crawl and then I get a message. She's like, yeah, I heard you ran into my brother-in-law in Lidditz and that's how we got to talking and hanging out. So <laughs> go figure. All right. Well, if that's it, then. Bun, you got anything else you want to add? Yep, I think I'm good. All right, baby. I love you. I'll call you as soon as I'm out of the studio, okay? Let me too. Call me soon. All right. Bye. I'll call you too. No, you will not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. What did we miss? Uh, you got a great idea on how to get out of the friend zone? Did we miss something? Uh, do you have anything that you would like to add? Drop it in the comments below. If you have any show ideas, make sure you reach out to us. All mm. of our t Twitter contact information is in the video description below. For Sal, for Fetish Model Emily Rose, for Wall Street, for Panda, and for Chapin, I'm Mr. Nominal Trist. Wednesday's show next week is a live show. Trust me, it's going to be a great one. If you want to reach out to us in the studio, 717-925-0603. Leave us a message. Um, if it's not an ass hat, we'll, you'll, you know, we'll probably play it. And if you are an ass hat, I'll definitely play it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right. Chapin, good, kicks out. Use it anyway. Adult supervision recommended. Just do it! You're listening to the non vanillatrist K101 podcast with Mr. NVT. I will do whatever it is that you want.
they don't even pay me to be here. Oh, I'm very wet. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. Yep, pull them pants down.